Welcome to Microphones of Madness, where we are playing Gangbusters BX Edition. It is Saturday night, and we are ready to uh, bust a cap in someone's ass, I guess. Now y'all did that last time. <laughs> I had a cap do, busted at me. We could do it again. Yeah, um, sure. So, uh, I'm going to turn this all over to Rodney, who's running this lovely game. And... Uh, there we go. All right. Well, there has been a, a week delay in the release schedule. So first off, we'll have everybody introduce themselves and their character, and we'll go. Uh, we'll go Steve, Matt, and then Brian, and then we'll jump into some narration. All right. Well, I'm Steve. I'm playing Jimmy Lenaz Figaro. Don't say fucking anything about my goddamn nose. It's a fucking opera. Uh, I'm playing Jackie Whistler Doyle, a big plug of a guy that has both dished out and been on the receiving end of fists many times. Uh, he's missing his two front teeth, which make him whistle when he talks, so he doesn't like to talk very much. Um, he does have like a dental appliance he could put in there, and he'll put it in when he eats, but he doesn't like wearing them because he thinks they're uncomfortable, and also they make him look like he's got goofy butt teeth, so... That's kind of his story. He's good with shotguns and beating people up. And uh, my name is Brian, and I am playing Charles Coffin III, who is a uh, almost a doctor. Um, he's someone from Boston who, um, you know, is kind of a good time Charlie, and uh, didn't quite make it through medical school. And so became sort of the black sheep of his family. Uh, but he's got enough medical knowledge uh, that he can put it to good use, uh, patching up his friends when uh, they get into uh, problems. So uh, he uh, he's taken to this life of crime uh, at first as a bit of a jaunt. But as things have gotten very, very real, very, very quickly, uh, Charles is currently uh, sort of processing uh, what he's really gotten himself into. All right, so last episode, you guys um, cased City with a Y bank. Uh, decided that that was a little bit out of your pay grade. And then uh, decided to uh, take the, the war against uh, Boss Cardone uh, directly to him by uh, what's now called the Dead Man's Hand Massacre. Because somebody happened to leave a playing card on the table. And as it so happens, it was an Ace of Spades, I believe. It was. Well, somebody at the table had two pair. They had a pair of eights and a pair of aces. And when you threw the card on the table, it was an aces and eights full house. How about that? Um, after that, the only uh, card I need. That's right. Uh, Doc got pretty badly hurt during the during the shootout, and uh, he's got patched up by Jimmy. Y'all been lying really? low for a couple of weeks. Uh, the newspapers have been sensationalizing it. Um, when you guys do go out, you hear rumors that somebody broke the truce. And they're trying to figure out who it is. 
Uh, the cops are trying to figure out who's going on. You know, what's going on, who's responsible for this deadly shootout. And, of course, Boss Cardone wants to know. And all the other bosses are saying, yeah, no, we had nothing to do with it. We had nothing to do with it. We didn't break the truce. And there's a rumor going around that it had something to do with Lucky the Gambler. Excellent. The word on the street based around, you know, what some witnesses overheard. Uh, you've been lying low for a couple of weeks. Doc's all patched up now. And uh, it's the first time you guys have really met up together since since the shootout. And uh, you're at Flows. Getting your grub on. Our hit points are back to um, yeah. normal. Yeah, all, all your hit points are fully recovered. Okay. And you you guys are good to go. Well, and gentlemen. I think round one went fairly well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, all things considered. Yeah, all things considered, I look at my stitches. Yeah, they're healing up nicely. They give me some manly scars when I show them off to my uh, to my girlfriend. Yeah, you don't you don't get action like that up in Beantown, do you? Uh not on not on uh, not on Newbury Street. No, where my not on uh, not on Beacon Hill. Ah, uh, you got to go to Dorchester to get action like that. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I'm seeing a whole new side of life hanging around with you guys. Yeah. So, what do you think we should do next? <laughs> uh, what, what do you think Lucky's next move should be? Listen, you had you had an idea about uh. About ripping off one of their drops, right? Yeah, going after their collection guy, who I think was that dude we talked to last time, wasn't it? With the two buddies that we kind of knew, we wound up knowing. Uh, that was Ratso and Knuckles you guys talked to last week. Yeah, don't they work for... I thought it was Hammer and Weasel. No, Hammer. Hammer works for Cardone. And Weasel also works for Cardone. Yeah, Weasel, yeah, Weasel's one of the runners. That's who we want. Yeah, and we want to catch him late in the day, or when he's <clears throat> when he's finishing up his running around, not when he's starting it. So he'll have a lot of cash on him. Ratso, Ratso runs uh, what used to be Boss Maroney's warehouse in the South Side. Yeah, we'll work our way up to that. But, you know, there's a certain rhythm to these things to make it look like they're being harangued. Speaking of Ratso, 
Uh, as you guys are talking, you hear the bell ring over at uh, the front door of Flo's Diner. And in comes Ratso with his suit and overcoat. He's not, he doesn't have knuckles with him today. Speaking of cheese. <laughs> he looks around, he sees you guys in the corner. He's like, hey, Jimmy. And he comes over and just invites himself to your table. Pulls up some bench. What you boys uh, doing? <laughs> getting a little ham and egg. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Ah, we're looking around. I heard, you heard what went down the other day, huh? Ah, uh, was that that uh, playing card thing? Yeah, that was some of uh, Boss uh, Boss Cardone's guys. Some, you know, they're you know, low-ranking guys. You know, they're, they're not all that great. You know, they're cannon fodder, really, if there was ever a war, but... Yeah, but you still need to be a uh, fodder for the on. cannons, right? Well, you gotta have fodder for the cannons. But, since there's not supposed to be a war going on, you know, the boss is kind of concerned, particularly because one of these mooks decked his kid out on the street. Say what? Yeah, apparently... The boss's son, Sam, uh, was going to engage in this poker game with all these other like low-ranking foot soldiers guys. And uh, as soon as soon as those shooters came out the door, he was getting out of a cab. Bada bing, bada boom. They knock him on the street, take his wallet, take his gun. They pull the cab driver out of the car, throw a wounded guy in, and drive off. That's what... Uh, that's what Sammy said. That's pretty ballsy. Yeah. Some folks up there and there saying that uh, the name Lucky kept getting mentioned. I figure I come down here because, you know, this is where Lucky hangs out. You guys know Lucky. Yeah. You know, see see, see if you guys know any, any of the scuttlebutt, as it were. Mm. I ain't seen Lucky for what? For a couple of couple of days at least. Couple of days. Talked to you guys yeah. over in the street a couple of weeks ago. You said you hadn't seen him in a couple of days. Has it been a couple of weeks? Yeah, it's, y'all y'all been lying low for a couple of weeks. Uh, I I ain't seen Lucky for a couple of weeks now. Couple of weeks, huh? But if he if he deck your boy, I'd be lying low too. No, no, it was a it was a big corn fed corn fed palooka hit him. You know, about, about the size of Whistler here. You know anybody about your size working this turf? There's a bunch of them. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you big boys are kind of easy to come by. Hmm. What about you, Doctor? You look a little, you look a little pale. Yeah, man, I've been a little bit uh, under the weather the last couple of weeks, so didn't want to spread it around. You ain't got that Spanish flu, do you? <laughs> uh, anything's possible, but no, I don't. I don't think anything of that that nature. I'm I'm one hundred percent clean and clear now. 
Yeah, he's got the Spanish flu, all right. If uh, her name was Esmeralda, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, what can I say? The ladies, they can't resist me. I, I can only imagine uh, the hot aches uh, the last couple of weeks since I've been out of uh, circulation for just a little bit, getting myself uh, feeling a little bit better. Ah. A lot of chicken soup. A lot of chicken soup. Chicken soup cures that stuff now, right? Chicken soup is good for everything. Uh, that's not what I heard. But uh, what do you do? You like get it really hot and then you pour it on your stuff? Oh, no, 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 no. That's uh, no, 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 nothing like that. Yeah, I could get into some real technical terminology, some medical that's terminology. So but you're I don't embarrassing wanna... the man. Yeah, I was going to say, you're in the diner. I don't want to, uh, you know, people are trying to eat. Uh, I appreciate your interests, but uh, it'd be... Be a long sit down. You'd get bored quick, and we'd probably make a few people lose their lunch. So yeah, they don't want to hit about no drips and drabs. Up, up no, 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 no. Hey, and I just, uh, I just been a little stiff here. I just, you know, aches and pains, and uh, that's what she said. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, hey, this is a beautiful, this is a delicious apple pie here that Flo's got going on. You want some? Nah, nah, nah. I, I, I just ate. I just ate. Uh, that goes goes good with a nice slice of cheese, Ratso. You're lucky this diner's on neutral ground, Jimmy. You're lucky this diner's on neutral ground. And you're lucky that, well, you guys don't even work for anybody, so. Just here for the pie. Well, that's, that's good. That's good. But look, you know where to find me. If you hear anything about this lucky gang or whatever the hell they're calling themselves, you let me know. The boss is offering two grand now for information on Lucky and five grand if you bring him to it. Five grand. Five G's, eh? Five Mm. G's. What part of them do you want? All of him. The boss wants to talk. He wants to be alive and unhurt. Mostly. If you gotta rough him up a little bit to get him to the boss, the boss will see you personally if you bring him to it. Hmm. Just If you find him, bring him by the warehouse. We'll get the boss down and we'll all have a nice little sit down and a chat, figure out what's going on. Because there is still the matter of the money that he owes the boss now. That's true. How much was that? Was like 10 G's? That was 10 G's. 10 G's and the 5 G's. Man, Lucky Lucky sounded like he might have to change his name. (laughs) That's a good one there, Jimmy. You're probably right. Although we ain't found him yet, so he's still living up to that uh, moniker of his. So, yeah. If you know what's going on, either come see me at the warehouse, come by the blue corner. You know the place, right? Oh, I know the blue corner. Yeah, yeah, uh, you want us to spread the word? They got this dame over there that's singing now. Her name's Ella. Fantastic. Fantastic. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't care much for uh, popular music. You know me, I, I like the classics. Give me a little Mozart, a little Verdi. I'm all right. I care for beautiful singers. That sounds lovely. Well, yeah, this girl Ella, she's pretty easy on the eyes too. Sounds like a perfect way to spend an evening. Beautiful music, beautiful ladies. What's not to love? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, she usually goes on about 7 o'clock, so if you guys want to check it out, come on by, you know. there It's a dollar cover, of course, because, you know, we got to sure. make our money, make sure everything's on the up and up, just in case the uh, revenuers come by. Sure. Sounds good. But, you want uh, us to spread the word about Lucky? Nah, nah, we want to try to run into him in it. What's the word I'm looking for? In an organic sort of way. I don't know what that means, but I applaud you for it. So, uh, yeah, don't spread the word because we don't want anything getting to him and him like skip town or some crazy shit like that. Yeah. Don't want things going south. (laughs) But, but I will tell you this. Word on the street is that Schultz is bringing in some hitters from New York to look for Lucky, too. Because, you know, that was money meant for him. So, something to watch out for. You don't want to, you definitely don't want to cross these guys. These are some real made men, lieutenants, from what I understand. New York. All, All the way. Queens or something. I don't know. They ain't from around here, that's for sure. Huh. Well, ciao, Bella, Bellas. Stay well. Bye bye. And Doc, if you wasn't a Doc, I'd have that looked at. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just, uh, just, uh, been inside a bit too long. Too much chicken soup. Need to get out and get some, uh, real food in me. Yeah, right. So I, I don't know if you'd want to look at it, if you know what I mean. Eh, whatever. Ratso leaves. I never like, I never like that guy. Well, he did say that the boss would be at the warehouse, did he not? Or he implied it. Yeah, if we can get a meeting between uh, Lucky and the boss, he'd meet him at the warehouse. So he could question him. Well, I don't think our job is to take out Cardone necessarily. I thought we were supposed to destroy his operation. Yeah. What might be beneficial is to uh, go after these guys that Schultz is going to have in town, see if we can brew some trouble between those two groups. Especially if we make it look like Cardone's men are, are the ones responsible. 
is uh, Cardone currently wanted like for the by the police? Like, is it the type of thing where if we told, I'm wondering if we could set up an embarrassing situation where Cardone shows up at the warehouse thinking he's there to question Lucky, but instead the feds are there and there's this awkward sort of thing, and we can make the boss look like to the others like he's either. It, I don't know, like it it would humiliate him and make him look like, and then maybe question, like others, other gangsters would question, like, why is he meeting with the feds kind of thing? Well, you know what I mean? Like, it's, so we got him, if we, if we, if he thinks he's showing up someplace to meet Lucky, it, we can kind of position him carefully so as not to implicate ourselves, but we've got, we've got a way to trigger him to be in a certain place at a certain time because he thinks he's going to be there for a certain interaction. So if we can play with that somehow and make him look really bad, that might that might work out. But it's dangerous because if it gets back that we somehow engineered it, then we're <laughs> we're done. Um, so yeah, I don't know if that, that would work. I would assume he's gotten enough at least local cops on his payroll that he would like they don't really care. Yeah. One way or the other, what he does. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if he was just uh, on some kind of anti-corruption federal watch list or something. And it would just kind of be socially embarrassing to him to kind of walk into a warehouse and walk out, you know, with feds or something. I, I don't know. It's just, or even, you know, just spread the word. Oh, the, the Cardone is, is working with the feds now. Like, I don't know, just... And there he is, seen coming out of a warehouse with a bunch of federales. I don't know if that would, even if, you know, I don't know. Just a, it's a, it's, it's not even half baked. But just trying to think, we've got that. We get the opportunity to put him someplace under a pretense. Yeah, let's let's keep that in our pocket, definitely. But let's not squander that, right? Because if if we can like have him in the warehouse at a certain time and then like have, you know, something humiliating happen to him while he's there, supposedly waiting for lucky, you know, the yeah. equivalent of the equivalent of a, of a, you know, bucket of water falling on his head when he opens the door. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause I guess our job really is to discredit and humiliate him. How about, um, Again, this is all not even half baked, but could we get him to the warehouse, like saying, "Are oh, these heavy hitters from uh, New York?" I bring in Lucky in for questioning, and then get, somehow get it to the heavy hitters from New York that the, that Cardone has got Lucky for questioning at a warehouse, so that <laughs> so that the boss shows up and these heavy hitters show up, and they're all in the warehouse. Like I thought you had him. No, I thought you had him. That's a bit of a you know make it makes them all look like like uh, fools to each other and maybe anybody else is looking on. But again, that's, that could be very difficult to engineer and very dangerous for us. If anybody connects us to it. Maybe one, did he say when these, um, the Queens men were coming? Uh, I didn't get a date. yeah, he didn't actually say when, I don't. I don't think Ratso knows. All right. I think one of the things we should probably do is just be seen making inquiries about Lucky. 
mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a, a you know a, a junkie who just stole twenty bucks from your wallet, helping you look for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing too, we've got the calling card now. They're very aware of this calling card. So, do we? Um, would it would it be of any benefit? Again, these are I'm just spitballing. Would it be of any benefit to throw anytime something happens, kind of like uh, something bad happens, we throw down one of these calling cards, and suddenly Lucky's gang is everywhere and involved when every, every bad thing. So, so it kind of builds up this mystique of this sort of phantom gang, uh, kind of like. Uh, you know, you get the, you get, uh, these, you know, like the, you know, just to, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, say there's a, I don't know, some, some like other thing. Scarlet Pimpernel. Yeah. Like he's, uh, he's all over the place and that's going to annoy even other gangs. Like they may even want to take credit for stuff. And all of a sudden everyone's talking about the lucky gang because oh, lo and behold, is this playing card that got left down, uh, at the site of this or that. So it, it might be, uh, it might be worthwhile to, uh, just kind of make make the lucky gang be everywhere and nowhere by by taking some cards and throwing down the calling card whoever we can to get them all jumping at shadows and looking at each other you know sideways and everything i agree that can be a bit of fun as long as we don't get caught with a pack of playing cards we don't need a pack we just need to have aces of spades yeah yeah all right. Well, get some playing cards, I guess. Can you can you get uh, electric decks that are just all the Ace of Spades? Yeah, you probably could get that at a joke shop, Magician Supply. All right. So, so let's get a couple packs of Aces. Either that, or we just get a bunch of bunch of cards they're cheap enough and then we don't get you know we can take uh take the aces out of all of them either way it's a it's a small thing but i don't know if the local joke shop would be known to the gangsters so if we go in looking for trick cards with a bunch you know we need all the aces of spades we can get might seem a little iffy but if we just go into the grocery store and buy a bunch of packs of cards everybody's buying packs of cards and then we can just take all the aces of spades out it's small money but that way, this it's not like I may be over paranoid. I may be overthinking this, guys. Flo comes by with another piece of pie, and she's like, "Why don't y'all just rob a casino, hun? They got plenty of cards." Thank you, Flo. That's a good. Let's uh, take that under advisement. So, uh, and you take care of that left side there, sugar. I see you favoring it. Well, this pie is, uh, is the best medicine. Oh, shut up. I ain't your, your wicked Boston ways don't work on me. <laughs> well, how you doing there, Whistler? I, I'm sorry, Hud, but you, you you're talking, but I don't see any words coming out. Whistler, put your plate in. I was double muted. Um, <laughs> he just he doesn't say anything. He just looks over and gives her one of those uh, chin kind of things. 
So. Hmm. Now, Jimmy, y'all, you take good care of that one now. I know you a troublemaker. Moi? Oh, by the way. Whistler looks uncomfortable, which is a weird expression on his face. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, Jimmy. Mm. uh, There was a couple of trench coat and fedora types came in here uh, while you was whatever you were doing. Visiting my grandma. Visiting your grandma while you was out. Peoria. Uh, they came by look a couple guys in trench coats and fedoras came by looking for you. Oh they say anything? No, they left this card. Said to give it to you as soon as you come by. Hmm. What the hell the Hauser and O'Brien want with me? I'll, I'll take a look at the card. Uh, Detective John Hauser. I was just trying to make a a Burroughs reference. Well, now it's the character. Is it a uh, local detective? Yeah, yeah. Got a number on there? No, just his name. You know, detective, city police department. Precinct, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. 42, precinct 42. How'd he look when he dropped this off? Ah, you know how those guys look. They all got faces of stone. That's true. He had a he had a big palooka with him too, with a crooked nose. Yeah, it'd be O'Brien. And y'all recognize y'all remember back to the other, you know, a couple weeks ago, those two detectives that were kind of just sitting there making notes and eating donuts mm-hmm. was Hauser and O'Brien. They just happen to be in charge, according to the newspapers, of this uh, massacre investigation. Well, thanks, Flo. According to the what'd newspapers. You te- what'd you tell them? I told them I hadn't seen you. Which I hadn't seen you. Very wise. Well, y'all take care now. All right. You too, Flo. Keep that pie warm. You are a bad man, Doc. (laughs) You are a very bad man. And you stay away from Queenie. Oh? She doesn't need any distractions. She's busy. She's trying to work. Well... Yeah. What can I say? I see Queenie. My appetite goes through the roof. Yeah, you wouldn't want him to get distracted from slinging the hash. Mm. 
Well, tell her when she uh, she has a little spare time for for uh, when she gets away from the grill. If she's looking for some fun. Let me know. That's definitely not going to happen, Doc. Uh, I'll treat it to a gentlemanly later. good time. I'll take it to the. I'll take it to a show. In fact, I. Uh, I just Flo learned this. just kind of sashays away while you're talking to oh, him back over. Oh, Flo, Flo. Oh, you're killing me, Flo. You're killing me. So do, do you guys think we should, like, handle this Hauser thing or uh, let it slide? Uh, be kind of nice to know what's on his mind in a noncommittal sort of way. I mean, you know. Whistler? Hmm? Do you think we should... Should the Hauser and O'Brien slide, or should we go and see what the fuck they want? He was watching Flo walk away with a weird expression. Mm. <laughs> uh, i like candy. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't know how to be around women. That's not really something he's ever been good at. Um, uh, I don't want to go to their offices. 44, huh? Or 42, huh? Yeah. We don't have to go. We'll just give them a, a call on the blower. Mm. We should know what they were up to. I take a dime. I go to the phone booth. Put dime in phone. Call up the 42nd. 42nd Precinct. Yeah, yeah. I need to speak to Detective Hauser. Uh, hold one moment. It's just like the line's dead as you're on hold. You can hear faint noises in the background of like typewriters and stuff. <clears throat> it seems that uh, Detective Hauser's out on, a, on an assignment at the moment. Can I take a message? That's okay. I'll try back later. And you have a nice day. You too, Officer O'Patty. Fuck like you, Jimmy the Nose. <laughs> I knew it's your voice. It's not the nose, you goddamn flat foot son of a bitch. Ah. He camera pans. He's looking at the phone. It's whatever it's the fuck I say it is, Jimmy the Nose. You gotta play that Wisdom 3. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Officer Patty. I'll give him a fucking nightstick up his arse. Alright. So that's how that went. So you got your leads. Still thinking about Weasel? Yeah, let's go. Um, let's go and follow Weasel around. See what his day is like. 
following Weasel around. All right. Um, it takes you quite a while to find Weasel. Um, in fact, Brian, roll me a d6. Gotcha. Oh, shit. Uh, I need dice. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, unprepared slackers. Matt has his dice. I was was playing games with my son. Embarrassing. Hot without my dice. uh, Required a dice bag. All right, frantically bring back here. And grabbing a d6. And rolling a d6. We get we get a one. Get a one? Yes, sir. Okay. It's about one o'clock in the afternoon when you find him. Um, he's actually at a soda fountain. Looks like he's having a, a Coca-Cola. Sitting there. Egg cream? No, not an egg cream. God, don't you just hate that guy? He's having a coke, smoking a cigarette, reading the paper. It's yesterday's paper. You guys noticed that much. Uh, give me an observation save, all three of you. All right. Um, what does that go under? Uh, observation. There's no, uh, oh, duh. Yeah, there's no bonuses or anything to it. Are we trying to roll higher or lower? Uh, you're trying to beat the target number, so whatever your save number is. Uh, I made it. I missed it. I rolled a 15 off of a 14, so I made it. Nice. I rolled a 12 off of a 14. What about Matt? Fail. Fail. All right. Doc. You guys are kind of watching him through the glass. You notice a guy come in uh, with a paper sack. Sits there for about, oh, 10, 15 minutes. Orders an egg cream. Drinks his egg cream, walks out without the paper sack. And then just kind of right. disappears into the crowd. Yep. Gonna note the gonna note the exact time of day. And now this is not Weasel. This is like some other guy that came in and did this, right? Yeah, Weasel's sitting at the counter. Yeah. I will I'll say, hey, I'll nudge my two friends here. Tip him off to what's going on, you know. Say, hey, check out that guy. He just took off without his bag. Who owns this uh, soda shop? Do we have any idea? No. This might be like a Cardone hub where people actually bring the money to Weasel and then he just takes it all at the end of the day and goes somewhere to make a deposit. What's the sack look like? It's just a nondescript bag? Yep. Nondescript Shop. paper sack. Huh. Guys, would it be kind of, would it be over the top to uh, just grab a bag and go in there and sit where that guy sat and switch the bags? <laughs> no, it probably would not be over the top. Can we pull that off? 
Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Put a put an ace of spades in the bag that we leave. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go distract Weasel while somebody else does the bag drop. Okay. <laughs> I'll do the bag drop. Yeah, I'm not non-distinctive. But uh, you now, if you're distracting him, remember we don't want to be associated with this shit. So, yeah, well, Weasel knows us, right? And we know Weasel because we're all part of the same. We run in the same circles. Yeah, you like you guys know of Weasel. You guys know what he looks like. Like if he was pointed out to you in a nightclub. Okay, like but that. he wouldn't. He wouldn't be like, oh, Doc. He wouldn't be like. So yeah, would, you guys never really been formally introduced. Right, but he would he have a chance of recognizing us just from our sort of reputations. Yeah, yeah, it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. I don't no, think we I have think, much uh, of a reputation. No, you I have like small. If, uh, if we can make this happen, because the guy could go, he could weasel could get up from his spot at any point. But uh, so, what 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 exactly does this entail in terms of, of rolling? I mean, I could. I need to distract Weasel long enough for you to simply get in there, you know, maybe sit there, have a quick cup of coffee, switch the ba- switch your bag with the other bag, or even don't even grab a cup of coffee, just do the switch. But uh, it's going to have to be a significant enough distraction that Weasel doesn't realize what's happening or doesn't even see you around the bag. All right. Well, and, uh, I've got right. this. I rummage around. I always keep a little bit of my medical supplies. I'm like, luckily, I had a lot of apple pie at Flows, and. Uh, I'm going to pull out a little vial of Ipecac. This could be just the ticket to what we need. All right. So, uh, for the distraction, uh, you're going to have to do a, a reaction test. Okay. Uh, and a moxie save. Okay. My my plan for the actual distraction, now that I'm all filled up and at least several helpings of, uh, of Flo's excellent Dynafair, I'm going to quaff down a bit of Ipecac, and I'm going to have violent. I'm going to get violently sick, all around and on, and you know, just really uh, like all over uh, the weasel, uh, around the weasel, so that he's completely absorbed in the immediacy of of his situation. All right. Um, yeah, that's going to give you uh, a minus four. Or let me let me check that chart real quick. Uh, here we go. It's two d six, so yeah, I'll give you a minus uh, minus two on that encounter reaction. Uh, okay. You still have to make your uh, moxie save. Okay. Um. So who's doing the? Who's trying to do the switch? Well, what what's the switch entail? Because let, let's see what the saving throw is. Because if it's moxie, it ain't gonna be me. Well. It's actually the saving throw. It's not going to be a saving throw. It's going to be a dexterity test. Oh, okay. So you got to roll under your dex. Okay. <laughs> Either I could come in all sick and barf in the bag with the, whatever that was dropped. Now, depending on depending on how Doc's part of the plan goes, will determine whether or not you get a bonus or a penalty to the dexterity roll. Okay. That's fair enough. Does my dexterity adjustment come into play? Um, yes, because the book does not say otherwise. All right. 
So I get a I get a bonus on my roll. Right, right. Or actually, yeah, in this case, it would be a bonus, but it would be a negative bonus since you're trying right. to roll under. Right. Okay. And what's Whistler going to do? Um, unless you need the bag beaten up, I'm of limited use here. Just cover us. I mean, I could kick that bag's ass. <laughs> um, okay. Do you want me to stand there with guns drawn? I don't well, just, yeah. no, I, I will say, I will remind you ready. guys that, yeah, Weasel is a made man. So, just, uh, if he starts to kick the crap out of me for getting violent ill around him or on him, he might just be like, "Hey, hey, hey! The guy just got sick. He's not trying to give." I might need you to, if he gets violent with me, I might need you to actually pull me out of there, Whistler. Uh, I mean, I'm just going in as like Joe Citizen right. ill, but it, you know, if he's got a temper, uh, he might he might try to use me as a punching bag once I get some of uh, my uh, Flo's apple pie version two uh, on his nice suit. Did they saw the paper? It said they. Uh, no, there's a there's another newsstand like right outside the soda fountain that that's where they sell the paper. Um, I pick up a paper and then go in and just sort of plop down at the counter somewhere. Okay, they have booths too. You don't. Know oh yeah, maybe I'll just grab a booth. Okay. All right, so you pop a nickel down for the paper. You go in, sit down at the booth. Um, what's in the bag? The Ace of Spades. Just an Ace of Spades. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll grab some paper, like some, some, uh, newspaper or whatever, just to have it, like, for the weight. Give it some heft, yeah. All right, you look around, you dig through a couple trash cans, you find an old paper sack. Uh, looks like somebody maybe had their lunch in it, so it's got some grease stains from their sandwich or whatever. Um, stick some paper in there, a couple of rocks or little pieces of broken sidewalk. Throw that in there for the... Not the, too much. It's just, it's just yeah, gotta... you know, a couple of little pieces to you know just give it a little bit more weight than, than paper alone. Something that approximates what you assume would be the weight of a bag full of money. Yeah, brick of money, yeah. Right. All right, so Whistler is at the uh, booth. Uh, waitress comes up and, you know, can I get you anything? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that. sir. You're, you're talking, but words aren't... <laughs> they, uh... See, I've got a space heater running, so I don't want to leave my mic open because I'm afraid of the noise it would make. Like, here, I'll just say nothing but leave my mic on. Okay. Do you hear it? Yeah. I can take that out with yeah. noise reduction. Oh, cool. All right. Because it gets really cold in here. Um, then, uh, so they don't, I sh they don't serve food, I guess. Uh, no, uh, it's like a soda fountain, so it's like ice cream and, you know. Various uh, assorted soft drinks. Grab a lemon, Ricky. Do you have like lemonade or iced tea or anything? Uh, yeah, they got lemonade. I'll take one of those. Oh, we just like got sugar. these lemons in today, so uh, yeah, fantastic. We'll get you some lemonade. Excellent. All right, you get a. It comes back with the lemonade. Got the lemonade. 
Um, how long does it take for Ipecac to work? Well, according to Family Guy, it's almost instantaneous. But, well, no wonder, no wonder Doc didn't get through medical school if that's where. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I it says according to, according to Wikipedia, it is a rapid acting emetic. Okay. Yeah, well, rapid is rapid enough. So I'm going to say. You take yeah, it, it's going to take you one round to get in. All right, so, yeah, it, you take it on the sidewalk, one round exactly. to get inside. Shrug. And then uh, I'll go in because it's a pharmacy and a soda fountain, so I'll just kind of go in looking all like, and, you know, actually, as the Ipecac takes hold, probably I will look genuinely sick. I'll just be like, oh, is, uh, I need something. And I'll start to kind of stagger over to where uh, Weasel's sitting. I'll be like, uh, uh, could someone show me with a pep? All, all over him, like just you know, powerful spray of uh, you know. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so. Uh, I'll just try to wipe down his you know front. And I'll be. All right. So um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna throw a toughness save in there. So roll when you do your moxie. Roll it and compare it to your toughness as well. All right. We'll we'll do a combined save here. All right. We're doing the puke green die here. Okay. Oh! I rolled a two on the D twenty. Two on the D twenty. All right. Well, you yeah. fail the moxie save, and you fail the toughness save. Yeah. Uh, so as you violently get ill, yep, you pop your stitches. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh, you pop them pretty bad. You're taking four yeah. points of damage. All right. Seeing that this has happened, I'll uh, kind of try to, you know, well, I don't know. I'll just. Oh, to... all the customers are like, oh my God, what is wrong with that man? Yeah. And, I'll and try to, like, are... actually, if I get any blood on my front, I'll make it look almost like I'm vomiting the blood, too. Like, I'll try to mix it up a little bit, like <laughs> the vomit <laughs> with the. Like, oh, oh, Spanish oh, Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> What is wrong with it? Is there a doctor anywhere? As I said, I just wanted oh. to... Oh. So, uh, oh, and uh, go ahead and make me uh, the 2d6 reaction here. All right. Do I get some kind of bonus on this uh, or no? You are going to get uh, your charisma score modifier. All right, which is a zero. So, all right. Uh, I get a two and a three on the dice. So, I don't uh, know if I'm at... That's five, a five, yes. Yeah. And uh, Weasel looks down at his shoes. I'm so, I'm so, so sorry. So, I'm so sorry. Looks up at you. <laughs> and, and what's your what's your armor class? Uh, five. Mister, I didn't mean to get you all messed up. <laughs> Uh, you're going to take uh, another point of damage as he kicks you in the face. Oh. Oh. And that'll put me down to z- straight zero. All right, well, let's see. Because with the stitches opening up and the kick in the face. They're, they're just, the pharmacist rushes out from behind the, the, the counter there, and he's yeah. like, 
you know, he knows a little bit of what to do. He's like, you know, get getting you stabilized. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you'll get a hit point back. So you'll be okay. okay. All right. Oh, I think he split my lip. <laughs> so, yeah, now you have actual blood mixed in with the... Uh... Doc is having a hell of a time this campaign. <laughs> yeah. So is there uh, an opportunity yet? Uh, yeah, to... everybody in the room has <laughs> just gone completely nuts. Um, All right, well, I'm going to... Doc gonna... is just writhing around. You see blood starting to soak his shirt uh, from where his stitches popped. He's, his mouth is just, like, covered in in vomit and spit and, and blood from where he got just got kicked in the face. Um, everybody <laughs> is just kind of like... <gasps> Oh my god, oh my god, somebody do something. And, and oh, I'm just gonna go home. And and, and Weasel Weasel it looks like uh is might be getting ready to kick he's like you puked on my shoes, man. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I'm so I'm sorry. Who the hell you think you are puking on my shoes? Huh? And he's like trying to people are crowding up around Doc and, and Weasel's trying to like push his way through. Um uh, that I is going to be a bonus. That's going to be a bonus to that uh, dex save of an additional two. Okay. That dex check. So. See if it was all worth it. Yeah. We're on dice. I rolled a natural one. Oh. I used my worst die for this. <laughs> natural one is always a failure, unfortunately. Hey, I'm trying to get underneath that that's dims the rules 20 is always oh a hit. that's that's bullshit one's always a failure so weasel looks over his nose hey what are you doing God, i'm just trying to clean your shoes i'm just trying to clean your shoes not uh, you jackass this guy what are you doing messing with that bag uh, uh, somebody give me a bag i need a I bag. Grab the bag i take off at top speed and i say um lucky says hello and I'll try to inadvertently like trip him, like try to clean his shoes. Like I'm so sorry about your shoes. He tries to, uh, yeah. Uh, we- Weasel is going to try to like go after Jimmy. So right. this would be a good opportunity for uh, Doc or or Whistler, maybe to spring into action here. Uh, yeah, like, is, gonna is he gonna is is Weasel gonna run past me as he goes after Jimmy? No, nah, but you're probably about a couple of steps as he's trying to push his way through the crowd. And okay, I'm gonna kind of uh, um, just come up behind him. Okay, and I'm grab gonna... the grab the back of his jacket and just pull him to the ground, and then turn around like I'm facing a different direction, looking at something else. All right. Um. Let's see. We I want to pretend like I'm cleaning his shoes and essentially trip action. Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm so sorry, and I'm just trying to use my own coat or something, or, like, nap- napkins from the place to, like, clean off his, his uh, zippy shoes there. Well, they're like, but hold still, young man, hold still. I gotta clean his shoes, he's mad at me. Oh, I got uh, his shoes dirty. I'm gonna, call, I'm gonna call this a strength check. I was thinking about making it an unarmed attack, but I'm gonna call it a strength check. <laughs> and I'm rolling my strength or less, or, right? Yep, strength or less. Oh, easily. All right, so yeah, you grab Weasel, yank him down to the ground. 
I'm doing this kind of motion, so I'm turning away as I do it. So he probably might bounce off my hip yeah, he and just gets sort of pin it away. Weasel. So I'm looking the other direction, like confusedly, like what, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, Weasel uh, <laughs> retrieves his hat from the floor, you know, pushes his hair back, puts it back on his head, and he's like, "Who did that? Which one of y'all did that? How are your shoes? I'm so sorry about your shoes." And he oh, reaches oh. into his coat. And pulls out a thirty-eight, and he's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Uh, I'm sorry. I just wanted. To and every, now everybody's like, "Oh, he's got a gun!" <laughs> all right, all right. I'll start pushing my way away from him, like in in the puddle of vomit, like spreading it all over the floor. <laughs> oh god! Like, oh, don't shoot me. I just wanted to fix your shoes, clean your shoes. Uh, I'm not sure what director we've gotten into now <laughs> with this particular scene. But uh, yeah, all right. It's visceral. So, well, it's a visceral uh, clearly, drama. Clearly, it's um, it's Terry Jones. <laughs> I guess. All right. So yeah, Doc is like trying to like squeeze his way back towards the door, slipping in the in the mess that he's created. Um, yep. The Ipecac again comes up <laughs> because he took a little bit too much. <laughs> Adds to the scene, and uh, yeah. So Jimmy is now. Mm, give me an observation save, Whistler. My strong suit. Actually, no. Let's not make that Hail. an observation save. Let's make that. Let's make that a moxie save. Also, not my strong suit. Actually, none of these saves are. I'm going to go to. What's the adjustment to Moxie? Is it intelligence or uh, Moxie? I believe is wisdom. Ugh, I got nothing. Could be worse. You can have a minus three adjustment in wisdom. That is the third five I've rolled in a row. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, every every he, as, Weasel is just kind of like he's he's looking around, and every time he looks. You know, he's passing the gun. He's looking at you. He's like, did you pull me down? Did you trip me? You knocked me over. Huh? Don't lie to me. I'll ventilate you. I don't want to touch you. You're covered with puke. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Put away the pea shooter before you hurt yourself, Junior. Don't say peas. (laughs) Are, Are you threatening me? No, no, I'm just trying to clean your shoes. Who's he, who's he, who's he saying that to? You. I'm not threatening you. You're threatening yourself. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna shoot yourself with that thing. Get out of my way! And he's like, everybody's like trying to clear a spot, and he's slipping around and <laughs> in the mess, and he gets to the door, shoes? and he throws open the door, and he's running around and. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he spots Jimmy as uh as he rounds the corner. So now, uh, Weasel is giving chase to Jimmy. Oh, my job is done here. I'm going home. <laughs> All right, what's around me? You need an ambulance. Um, yeah, stay right out of there. It's the early afternoon, so there's you know a few people. Not not a lot. Yeah, but uh, I've you know, turned a corner, so like are there storefronts? Are there, is there 
what's going on? Uh, you turned a corner into the uh, oh, into the the fishmonger, the fish market. Um, does the fish market go through? Are there alleyways that go through? Do I know? Uh, there's a few alleyways here and there, but there's just like it's like a lot of open air stalls. Um, you know, you might be able to duck in between the right. air reeks of fish. <clears throat> are, there, and, are there a lot of a lot of people around? Uh, there's a number of people around. You know, like perusing a, a, the fish. The big crowd. Uh, right. Mediocre crowd. Uh, uh, I'm running. I want to glance in the bag. What's in the bag? Uh, the bag that you got um, is it's a big pile of money. All paper? Yeah, all paper. No, no, it's coins. I mean, it could be, it could be. No, it's, it's paper money. All right, so I grab um, a a goodly sized portion of it, not all of it, but a, a you know a fistful of dollars. All right, hold on. got to be more than that it's about uh 400 bucks in there i grab 400 bucks no no and... that's how much is you is in the bag oh okay well i grab like i guess i grab like half of that okay 200 bucks throw it up in the air and i'm crying while i'm doing this but i throw it up in the air and, and i just yell out merry fucking christmas People are, you know, housewives and stuff, or you know, winos, all scrambling to pick up some of the money as uh, Weasel gets it. Get out of my way! <laughs> Shoots a couple times in the air. Some of the money blows down into the into the gutters and storm drains, and people are thing, uh, you know, kind of getting out of the way. Like, oh my god, he's crazy! And so he's continuing his pursuit. Uh, probably take him. If you stopped, it would take him two rounds to catch up with you. Does it buy me anything? Uh, he's still good distance away, so he can, right. he can get a shot off. He's in shooting distance, but he's not in like try to pull you down. And he's already shot twice. All right. Um. So what is the next? Uh, passageway, you know, like an alley or a street that I run down, and what is there? If I All can right. get like a quick glance. Uh, give me a Moxie save. <laughs> yeah, Moxie is uh, uh, also no, doubles I'm, for luck, apparently. Yeah, I'm not going to make that unless I, I roll a 19, so I fail that. Um, There's no way most of the alleys you're too. seeing are uh, dead ends. Any uh, any any ladders or anything going up them? Uh, there is a fire escape. All right, so I'm gonna uh, shoot down an alley, head up the fire escape. Okay. All right, you're climbing the fire escape. Um, you're about halfway up. This is like a five story building, so you're about halfway up when uh, Weasel turns the corner. Uh, what is Whistler doing? Um, I force a habit. Uh, I'm gonna. Um, is 
Is Weasel's paper and coke and stuff still on that counter, or did they clear it all off? Um, it got knocked over. Nah, the coke running. got knocked over. Uh, it fell into the ashtray and all over the paper and stuff in the scuffle. Um, and Doc's just standing outside looking terrible. Uh, yeah, Doc is kind of like laying on the sidewalk now. I'm going to tell the pharmacist he needs to call that man an ambulance. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. He runs back uh, behind the counter. Uh, he has a phone. He calls, you know, operator, I need the ambulance. Uh, I need the uh, city general out here right away and the cops. Is there a... Uh, did, did that uh, server manage to deliver my uh, lemonade? Yeah, you got and all that chaos. You got your lemonade. You got your lemonade before uh, before Puco came in. I guess I'm gonna sit down, drink a lemonade, and read the paper. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and I can't. An ambulance is coming for Doc. I can't beat that. So. Yeah. All right. And I'm not fast enough to catch up with Jimmy. So. All right. So, Doc, you're laying out on the sidewalk, sides bleeding. Yeah. Still covered in your own puke. Can I, uh, can I make my way back to my house and and try to do some medical on myself, or is that is that impossible? Or uh, what's? I'd rather not get picked up by the ambulance. Uh, I'd rather just go home and uh, clean up and try to stitch myself back together. Give me a give me a toughness save. Okay. Uh, I got a fifteen, but my toughness is a seventeen. All right, so yeah, you try to pull yourself up, and you just kind of fall over again. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, you could maybe convince somebody to get, uh, maybe call you a cab if you want to try to get away before the ambulance. No, no, no. What? No, I don't think a cab would take me in the condition I'm in. I'll just wait for the ambulance at All least right. to try to tell myself this really makes it a realistic performance. Um. Yeah, as you're laying there, a guy comes up. He's like, "Excuse me, excuse me. I, I am a doctor." Hey, there you go. Oh, uh, what happened to you, son? I, uh, I think I ate some bad eggs, and uh, everything came up. Why are you bleeding from your side? That looks oh, like a very previous, nasty wound. Previous injury. I. Please I, allow uh, me to check it out. And he rips open your shirt. Okay. Oh you, my stars. You, you seem to have stitches, my good man. Yes, I have an injury that was just healing up, but apparently my... My word! My, that looks like violence. a gunshot wound. Well, it was uh, trying to keep my cousin out of trouble. I went to visit my cousin, and he uh, was shooting, and I didn't. I got hit. And I didn't want him to go and to get into trouble, so we, uh, we tried to keep it on the quiet, you know. Ha, ha, ha. I appreciate if you didn't make trouble for me in that way. Well, stay calm, sir, because there's an ambulance on the way. Thank but goodness. In the meantime, yes, uh, he gets out his bag. He's got some gauze and shit in there. He's like, oh, we'll do this. And, you know, he starts working, working on you. And he's like, oh, Here, you- here's a handkerchief, my good man. Your face is a mess. Thank you. Thank you. You are indeed a, a gentleman and a. Ah, a true, a true uh, Samaritan. You, you, you hear the, you hear sirens in the distance, uh, oh, closing in. I'm um, so sorry, 
creating a scene. I just needed help. All right. So flashback over to Jimmy. Jimmy, you hear the sirens as you're getting up the, getting up the fire escape. Um, what's your armor class? Uh, my armor class is uh, five. Your armor class is five. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, the bullet. You hear a bullet hit the fire escape sparks. How many shots has he fired? He two, fired three. three. He shot two into the at air the, at the fish market, and one just now. And then, what about before? Did he shoot any? He didn't shoot anybody okay. in the in the. Okay. Round. Three shots. All right. Uh, you get to the roof and uh, you look down. You see Weasel, you know, hurrying up the stairs. You get on. Um, uh, you're on the roof. Um, I'm going to take a shot <coughs> at Weasel, and then I'm going to uh, try and jump across the the roof. Okay. Um, could be the end of Jimmy. <laughs> you going to jump across the roof? Really? Okay. Depends if I hit him or not. All right. Well, um, well I figure see. it's like a city and they're like fairly close together. Yeah, fairly, maybe 30, 40 feet. What? Eh, you gotta, you gotta get the garbage truck down there. Wait, uh, what about, what about parallel to the street? Parallel to the street? Does this building take up the entire block? No. But you got about about twenty five feet between the parallel buildings. It's not as dense of a city as I thought it was. No, no, it's not that dense. All right, well then, never mind that. Uh, I'm going to take a shot at him. And is there a, a roof access? Uh, yeah, there's a door. All right, so I'm going to take a shot at him. I'm going to like uh. All right. Well, he's actually, got a, actually, you know what I'm going to do is—is is the door locked or not? Let me check that first. Okay. Um. Yeah, the door is locked. I'm going to shoot the shoot the lock off the door. Okay. Um. Shoot the lock off the door. Uh. Hmm. That's a good one. Uh. But. Bum, bum. Give me a give me a D six roll. Four. Okay. <laughs> Bing. Uh, bullet goes right through the keyhole. You're able to open the door. All right. So I, I go in, shut the door behind me. Right. Right. Is it open in or out? Uh, it opens outward. Okay. Um, so I'm going to duck to the side, right? Right. Um, to the side opposite. So if the, let's say the, the handle's on the right. Okay. Right. I'm going to be on the left. So it has to, when he opens it. Right. You know, he's going to, it's going to be cross. He's going to have to like open it, cross him. See what I'm saying? Yeah. He has to open up the door across him. 
And as soon as as soon as he pop goes in, I'm putting two in his face. You're gonna okay. All right. Uh, you sit there and you wait for a little while. Uh, the sirens are getting louder. Uh, you hear people. You know, you hear kind of noises. I mean, it sounds like maybe screaming or something like that. People are noticing the gunshots. Um, you're waiting. You hear the door open up, and you see Weasel's nose enters the room before he does. Hey, that's my. Hey, he's he's called Weasel because he kind of looks like a weasel. Um, he's got he's got his hand on the door. He's got one hand on the pistol, and he's you know he opens the door and he's like trying to look in, but he's throwing. Because he's weasel and he's pissed off, he throws the door open wide. I shoot him twice. Okay. Uh, his armor class is also five. All right. So, first one is a miss. And the second one is a hit. Okay. Um, so, it does... Let me mark that off. Uh, so it does 1d8. Okay, d8. Come on, d8. Whoever uses d8. Uh, 7. 7! Weasel goes down! Hit him right in the chest, and he just kind of collapses, and he looks up, and he's like, Fuck you. I spit on him. All right, what kind of building am I in? Uh, you're in a stairwell. You can't really tell because it's the stairwell. Okay, so I ditch my gun. Okay. You just throw uh, it up on the roof or something? Uh, yeah, down into a vent. Okay. Find a, you find a vent, start ditch your gun. Um, I ditch the bag, put the money... In my sock. Okay. Bag's gone. Just, money's in your sock. All right. Then I go uh, not to the not to the fifth floor, to the third floor. Okay. Try the door. All right. Go down to the third floor. Open the door. Door opens. Okay. What kind of building am I in? Uh, it is an office building. All right. Uh, you walk as you walk in. There's like desks and stuff and. You know, you can see through the the frosted glass. People are kind of like looking out the windows, trying to see what's going on. All right, um, I go to the to the men's room. Um, okay, you find one. Uh, hit a stall, lay low until the heat dies down. Okay. Uh, Whistler, what you got going on? Um, well, I guess I'll finish my lemonade. Did the ambulance or anything show up for Doc? Uh, yeah, the ambulance is just now getting there. Uh, the cops are there. Uniform officers, you know, come in like, okay, okay, settle down, settle down. What? We need to ask you all a bunch of questions. You know, and they're like, mm-hmm. And one of them comes up, you know, he's kind of a fat cop. You know, he just his pants. Standing over you is like, 
You look awfully calm there. It was a really good lemonade. I'm sure it was. What happened here? Uh, that uh, man got sick. And uh, the counter fell down. He seems to be very, very ill. And uh, evidently puked on some thug that was sitting at the counter there, got up, started yelling and screaming, pulled out a gun, waving it around. And then uh, some other guy ran off saying something about Lucky saying hello or something. I don't, I didn't really understand. And uh, the first gangster was really upset and he was waving a gun around, threatening people. And then he took off too. I don't, I have no idea what that was about. Did you see which way he went? Yeah, they went in a point in the opposite direction that they ran. They both tore off up that way. Hmm. All right. Okay. Enjoy mm. your lemonade, sir. I'm all done. Yeah, he goes up there. The guys in the ambulance are throwing Doc in. Yeah, they got him on the stretcher and they're like putting him in the ambulance. And they take the, the ambulance just takes off towards City General. Alright. So yeah, things die down. Bunch it's a place is swarming with cops. Um after a while. You know, things seem to be settling down. Uh, you know, they get the, the soda fountain clear, cleaned up. Uh, you know, somebody comes along and they're, they kind of carefully step over the puddle of blood on the sidewalk. That sort of thing. Business kind of resumes its usual pace for a late afternoon. Um, as you're, you're hiding out in the bathroom, Jimmy, uh, you hear a couple guys come in talking about, uh, just various things, you know, sports ball and, and, uh, you know, how many cops were around, you know, you hear one of them, I think they found something on the roof. That's what, that's what Steve down in janitorial was saying. He found something up on the roof. That's really scary, man. What do you think's going on? Uh, Whistler, you noticed that as they're doing their thing, they, they check the paper sack, and uh, one of the uniformed officers finds the ace of spades in the bag and runs off to, uh, run, <laughs> runs off to find a phone. Uh, and as you're leaving, uh, your cops come in, detectives, uh, Hauser and O'Brien. Thank you. Detectives. Hauser as soon as I talk to that one cop, I'm just going to quietly okay. get up and yeah. Yeah, just inobtrusively as I can yeah. leave. Yeah. You kind of slip out as soon as they're walking in. Yeah. Hopefully they didn't spot me. They're starting to talk to some uniforms and stuff, you know, that are still lingering around. Uh, a few 
few of the witnesses are kind of there. You know, the doctor's like, Oh, yes, I tried to help the poor young man. He seemed to be seemed to be poisoned or something. He had a abdominal wound and was bleeding pretty heavily. He said he got shot in in a accidental shooting up state or something or another. Who knows? So Lucky makes it to the hospital. They're doing their thing. They're stitching your ass back up properly. Um, Whistler, I don't know where you where you headed after that. I was gonna after I gave the cops a slip. I was gonna head to the hospital and okay. try and see if I can get Doc out of the emergency area quietly okay. off to the side before the police show up to talk to him. All right, uh, Whistler heads over to the hospital. Uh, yeah, everything seems to be clear at the office building, Jimmy. All right. Well, not knowing that he is at the hospital, I'm going to get another piece. I'm going to go stash this, this loot. And I'm going to go to my lay low place. Your lay low place. All right. Where do you go to get your guns? Quote, Peoria. Right. Where's uh where do you get your guns? Um, I get my guns from a guy named Cy. Guy named Cy, okay. He has a mechanical arm. He does. He can <laughs> turn into a Studebaker. <laughs> All right, so you go to Cy. Give me uh two d six. See how let's see how Cy feels about you coming by. Uh, eleven. Eleven. All right, I believe that's pretty good here. Uh, eleven. No, not really. He's like, what's going on, Jimmy? Hey, Cy. Man, you, you wouldn't believe it, but I seem to have misplaced my piece, and I need another. Misplaced uh, your piece? Who misplaces a piece? You know, it, it, it happens from time to time. I was trying out a new holster. And, uh, yeah, the, the thing fell right off. I didn't even notice it. Yeah. So I guess you'd be wanting a replacement then, huh? That's why I came to you. You're the best. Yeah, what uh, what you want. He opens up a... He takes you into the back room. Opens up a cabinet. And he's got a, a few different guns. I will take the usual. The semi-automatic revolver. A semi-automatic revolver. You don't know much about guns, do you, Jimmy? Nope. I <laughs> just have semi-automatic revolver. Semi-automatic revolver written down. Yeah, that's uh, that's two different guns. No, I think that's a gun from from the list. Nope. It's a revolver and then semi-auto. You got a revolver during the massacre that you kept in your sock. Oh. Page 17, by the way. Oh, thank you. Alright, it's a pistol semi-auto. Sorry. That's okay. That's your usual? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, 35 bucks. Sigh, man. I come in here all the time. You do me a solid exactly. Again. You come in all the time. You lose your guns 
more than the IRS loses paperwork. I wish. I wish they'd lose my paperwork. Well, I hear you, but uh, look. Come on, five bucks, man. You're, you're a good customer. You're a good customer. 30. That's all I'm asking for. 30, 30 bucks. There you go. You want a box of bullets to go with that, or you got some bullets would, at home? I would love to get a box of bullets. A box of bullets. Ammunition pistols, six fifty a box. Got thirty this, rounds. This, my friend, is why I recommend you to all my associates. And I wish you would stop doing that. I'm trying to run a quiet arms business here. I don't have a lot of associates. I know. It's weird. Well, all right. Well, thank you, Sai. Say hello to the wife. Okay. And uh, let, let's, uh, you know, how about you, you and I play some snooking next Tuesday? Uh, how about we not? All right. But I, get the hell I, out I, of my I, store. Sayonara. See what I did there. Uh, you walk past, you do see a, 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 a katana on the wall. Apparently, Sai has been to Japan at some point. Fuck you, Jimmy. Everyone loves Jimmy. <laughs> That's going to be the new Microphones of Madness t-shirt. Fuck you, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going to lay low at whatever spot. Peoria. 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 Uh, flash over to the hospital, Doc. Uh, they got you going pretty good. They uh, they're still not sure what caused the heavy vomiting. They got you cleaned up. They got you stitched up better than yeah. you were before. Thank goodness. Uh, so you're gonna get you're gonna get. Uh, You're going to get two hit points back. Fair enough. Uh, Whistler, you get it. Get there. Mm -hmm. Lady's like, can I help you, sir? I'm here to see a patient that came in that was violently ill, thrown up. Anything else? I mean, you know, we get a couple of those every day, these folks. He came in on the ambulance. Might have had a wound in his side. Uh, you wouldn't happen to know his name, would you? Do I? Do I actually know his name or beyond Doc? <laughs> What's your alias? What do you tell people your name is? Yeah, I mean, I probably, I go around like, yeah, I'm Charlie, Charlie Coffin, but everybody just kind of calls me Doc, so I answer to Doc, but. There's a good chance he's probably heard Charlie somewhere, Charlie Coffin. I'm not, I'm not, I don't keep it a secret. 
Well, his first name's Charlie. Charlie, let's see if we have any Charlies. Uh, yeah, yeah, he should be in uh, recovery room three. Thanks. Oh, sure. Uh, I'm going to go down to recovery room three then. All right, you go in. Doc's laying there. He's <laughs> feeling good. Ah, morphine. Beautiful morphine. Um, we need to get you out of here. Hmm? So soon? Yeah. The cops are on their way, I'm sure. Hmm. You know, I don't know if I'm doing this whole thing right. It seems like we go on all these adventures and, and I end up... <laughs> I end up the one in the... Look at me and look at you. Uh-huh. I'm not... I don't think I'm doing this quite right. Yeah, you'll have some time for reflection later, but first we gotta go... Oh, well, all right. Uh, could you help me up off this gurney and uh, unhook me from that bag over there? Okay. Should probably bring the bag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's you know, just unhook it at the top. Oh, there you Keep go. Grab a couple more bags while you're there. Yeah. You know what? That's actually a good idea. Um, whatever any kind of medical supplies I can raid on the quick from... Uh, and stuff in my pockets, you know, like any anything that would uh, help me. Yeah, sorry, you don't have pockets. You have a hospital gown. Oh, I'm in a Johnny right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Whistler's uh, got pockets. Here, put these in your pockets, Whistler. Okay. And I'll just start pulling stuff off the little sink area and the little cabinet. And then we don't really have time for this. Okay, well, I'm doing it real quick, like cash, you know, like super grab, like one of those game show grab things. I'm just grabbing everything I can. Stuff in All this right, pocket. Are his shoes around here anywhere? Bandages and stuff. Yeah, you have no idea where his clothes are. I'm going to start looking around for his clothes. Yeah, there's a little closet or something nearby. They usually imagine that's not too far. Um, give me observation checks. You get a no. minus. You get a minus four penalty because you're on morphine, Doc. Yeah. Ooh. Five. I rolled a five. That is five number four. I've rolled. What is yeah, I would have made it, but but for the drugs. So um, I'm uh, I'm too morphed up to uh, <laughs> to recognize quite what I'm doing. All right, yeah, he's he's definitely high. You can't find his clothes. Well, all right. Let's uh, now that we got all these nice uh, condiments from the hospital. Let's. Uh, I could go for a burger. You want to get a burger someplace? I'm awfully hungry. Uh, like I haven't eaten in days. Um, Isn't it so nice here? I'm going to just try to start hustling out the door. All right. You hustling I'll out the door. Bag. Kind of thirsty, too. But, maybe but a maybe, side exit. Do you have any lemonade? Uh, you go, as soon as you open the door in, into the hallway, you look over the way you came. Uh, you see Hauser and O'Brien at the desk uh you look to the other way uh looks like a long corridor there may be some other doors out of this way what's the window situation like here uh they are sealed on this floor uh, what are we gonna do i say in a stage whisper i think um, we need guys down the hall is there is there like a rolling gurney in this room. Police. 
Uh, no, there's uh, there's there's a wheelchair outside. Maybe they can help me find my. Well, I'll, I'll get the wheelchair. And bring it in. Say, have a seat. What? Right. Take a seat. Uh, staying. I need you to take a seat. Okay. Hey, hey, mate. Hey, maybe those policemen can help me find like my clothes. Let's talking. The 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 seat of the wheelchair <laughs> is cold against your bare bottom. Ooh, oh man! Oh, this I'm gonna is take him out and just right, scoot him down that that long hallway into another room. You know, if I can, like, come out of this door and immediately go to the door over here if there is one. All just, right. All right. Like Scooby-Doo uh, run monsters. Go to their room across the hall. All right. You bail out. You hit another door. And they're going to listen for them opening the door to the room that he was in. Uh, okay. You go in there. You go into the room. You close the door. You're listening up against the door. Doc, you notice that there are five people in this room. Hi. There's a there's a little old lady in the bed, um, and it looks like you know maybe her immediate family around her, and they mm-hmm. every it's like a record scratch, yeah, and they all like turn. And I look, look at him and yeah, just hold my hand up like one second, and listen for him. Hello. Come back to listening for him opening the door to to Doc's room. All right. I, I, what what are you in for? I say to the whoever's in the bed. Uh, flu. Oh, I hear it's going around. I had a touch of it. I was real sick. That's why they brought me in. But, uh, I think I'm getting better now. They patched me up. I fell on my side and I had an earlier injury and it opened up. It was a big, big mess. But this hospital's great. Um, they make me feel so better. Um, in fact, now I'm in this wheelchair and I'm going to go around. What, uh, so. Yeah, this is what happens. While Doc is is chatting up the old lady in the bed and her family, uh, you not only hear the door open, you start hearing some shouting, and you hear uh, the hard soles of a detective's shoes running down the hallway back toward the opposite direction that you are. Okay. As soon as I hear them get far enough away, I'm going to quietly open this door pull him out, scoot down, go to the opposite door from that one, like keep going back and forth down the hall. <laughs> I hope so you I feel go to that door, Open it up, close it behind me, and keep Hi, just, nice just leapfrogging, you know, stopping if I hear feet coming up the hall and then starting again, going back and forth. All right, so uh, you go into the second room and says, all right, go back to the front desk, O'Brien, and... Uh, Call in some backup. We're going to have to do a room-to-room search of the entire hospital. I love it. It's just fun. The the receptionist at the desk said that if somebody came to visit him, we want we need to find both of them. <sighs> Who are they looking for? Uh, us. Um, okay, well, I'm just going to stick to my plan until I hear them. Just dodging back and forth as much as I can until I can get close to an exit. Find my clothes. Let's grab my clothes, okay? Right. When you went into this okay. room, you did see a sign that said fire exit, you know, further down the hall from where you came. Okay. I'm going to try to keep heading for it and avoiding the police where I can. Okay. 
Just All back right. and forth. Um, as soon as you op- get there and you open the back, the, the fire exit door, uh, which is a bit of a drop. There's no ramp there for wheelchair access because it's... I have to pick him up and just start carrying him, I will. All right. Uh, as soon Good as you open the door, uh, you manage to get him outside. You maneuver him outside. And as the door's closing, you hear, Hey, you, stop! <sighs> okay. I'm, and the door I'm gonna, closes. I'm going to prop him up against something and wedge the wheelchair in underneath the doors to make it hard to open. Okay. All right. You if I have to bend it up a little bit, I will. And shit, get it to uh, jam up the door a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's like Doc's leaning up against the wall. He, he's just kind of like, Ugh. <laughs> oh, that's they, You hear them, they hit the door. They're <laughs> Somebody wants to get out here. Okay. Wheelchair. So- Hey, somebody put a wheelchair in the way. Um, I'm gonna pick, get that wheelchair I'm literally going to pick Doc up and start heading down this alleyway <laughs> okay. looking for some way but, to get away from here. Like somebody right. that's left a car unattended. Somebody that's left uh, anything um, r- running. All right, so you grab Doc, throw him over your shoulder. Uh, you get. Have you ever flown in a Johnny before? Run down, run down the alley. Um, you see a police car. Maybe they know where my clothes are. Okay. It is uh, empty. Is it running? Mm. Or does it look like I could start it pretty easily? Yeah, you probably could. I don't know. What's your intelligence? Oh, God. What do you got? Actually, it's pretty good. It's 15. Okay. Yeah. Um, go ahead and uh, give me an intelligence check, and we'll see if you can hotwire the car. Okay. Like, watch this be the time I roll high. No. Six. All right. Yeah. You get in there. Car starts up. I'm going to. Quietly and normally drive away like a normal person. Okay. I'm not going to peel out. I'm not going to tear out. Right. But I'm going to try to take the most direct route away. Okay. You drive out. You're cruising down the road. Uh, the radio in the car uh, comes on. It's like, Detective Hauser and O'Brien, this is Central. Come in. Oh my god, I stole their car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, this is exciting. Um, I think we're... Maybe maybe they'll find my clothes. What time of night is it? Yeah. Uh, this is... Actually, you guys have like 30 minutes before rush hour. So it's like 4.30 in the afternoon. Oh, we got sirens. We can get out of the. We can get them out of the way, right? Because we're we're in a we're in a police police car right now. I'm gonna. Uh... This has been a fun day. Detectives Hauser and O'Brien, come in. I'm gonna turn the volume of the radio down. Um, I'll stop pawing at the at the radio. He starts pawing at the radio. Stop. 
I, Talk to your friend, but you keep this behavior up and you're going to get it. Get what? <laughs> what am I getting? Knock to the head because you need to be taking a nap. You're not being helpful. I was t taking a nap and then you got me out of the... Well, then close your eyes and take a rest right now. Just go, just take it easy. Yeah, but it's nice. We're moving along and looking outside. So go back to doing that. All right, maybe we can go to the clothes store because I'm in this, I'm in this Johnny, and it's really breezy. I it's couldn't find it. my clothes. Maybe the police can find my clothes. Is there, but a, smart, is there but a seedy hotel somewhere close by, or somewhere I know of that doesn't ask a lot of questions? Uh, yeah, there's the. Um Oh, let's see. What can we call it? What can we call it? Uh, yeah, there's the Jones Arms. Okay. Um, I'm going to head that way. All right. You head that way. You're driving along in your police car. Oh, God. <laughs> this is I terrible. Was, I, I had clothes. I had clothes when we went to the... Uh, uh, to, to the soda fountain, but I didn't. I, I didn't bring. I didn't bring any ID because I knew, I knew that we were doing special missions. So I, they ain't gonna find a wallet or anything. They aren't gonna find any of that stuff. I left it at home, so that's good. But I kind of like those pants. <laughs> really like those pants. How long of a trip is it? Um, it. In the traffic, it takes you about 15 minutes or so. Okay. Pants. So, you find the spot. I'm going to leave the car running. Okay. Where are you going to park and, it? Um, kind of in the back. Out of sight of the main road. Okay. You park it. You go in through the back door of the Jones Arms Hotel. Okay. Um, hey, I need to get a room. That's uh, three bucks a week, pal. How much? Three bucks a week. Uh, okay, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you three bucks for the room, and there's another $10 in it for you if you keep my friend from leaving until I get back. He's He just came from the hospital. He's very confused. I, I can tell he came from the hospital. Where's his clothes? Hey, where are my clothes? They were all tore up and uh, had puke all over them. Oh, he has a, he has a yeah. stomach he had a stomach bug, so um, he just needs to lay down for a while. And yeah. I've got some things I need to take care of, including going and getting him some clothes. Pants would be. Nice. And uh, if if you could just just keep an eye on on the door and just don't let him leave, I think he'll be safe in the room. Because he'll probably go to sleep as soon as he lays down. Oh, that yeah. sounds marvelous. Alright. My name is And like I said, there's ten dollars in it for you if I come back and he's still here. Right, right. I'm not gonna be gone that long. I just have a few things to take care of. Alright, you're four four thirty nine. Here's your key. Okay. I'm just gonna ask your doc the down there, take him in, make sure he's all taken care of. Hey. Lay down here. And you're going to be fine. I'll be right back with clothes. Someday. Yeah, okay. Just go take a nap. Just take oh, it easy okay. for a change. Just Did you have a fun day, too? Wasn't this fun? 
That was great. Now lay down. Time. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> That's a nice hotel. Sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go lay down and look right. at the ceiling, contemplate you, my day. You lay down on the lumpy bed. Mm. Uh, you hear Whistler lock the door. All right, I'll get to bed. This Johnny's kind of kind of drafty. All right, snuggle down in the bed, throw a blanket over yourself. Yep. Whistler leaves, locks the door behind him. All's well with the world. Okay. Um, I'm gonna drive the car someplace inconspicuous, like behind a warehouse or something. But Which someplace, warehouse? Someplace close to the... Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm going to go to the warehouse that Cardone took over okay. that, from our semi-employer and just leave the cop car parked there. Okay. I'm going to let the engine run until it's out of gas. Okay. I'm just going to walk away from it, leave okay. it in gear. And I'm going to leave an Ace of Spades car on the card on the yes. driver's seat. <laughs> All right. All right. So yeah, that'll probably <laughs> occupy the rest of your your afternoon. Yeah. There. Then the next is, stop is to get clothes that I think will fit Doc and get him a sandwich from someplace, and then come back. And okay. Make sure he didn't walk away naked or something. All right. <laughs> so. Um, all right. Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> as uh, as you're walking along, going to your lay low spot after visiting Psy, uh, you're cutting through an alley. And give me an observation check. Okay. Let's make a check. I missed it by one. Unless there's a um, a bonus on it, but no, I, I I rolled a thirteen. I need a fourteen. Okay, I'm gonna give you a fourteen because as you're walking, you you spot something that looks kind of familiar on the ground. Uh, you you pick it up, and it is a playing card, but instead of the Ace of Spades. This one is the Jack of Spades. And you think you spot movement in the corner of your eye. Okay. Um, Against my better judgment, I will go towards where that movement is. All right. Um, You go toward where you think you saw the movement, but there's, there's nothing there. Nothing else, no footprints or yeah, anything like no, that. Not that you, not that you noticed. No, no footprints or anything like that. Do I have a pen on me? A pen? Sure. Or, all right. Fuck you on the card, and put it down where I saw the movement. Okay. Put it down where you saw the movement, and then what do you do? Walk, walk away. All right. As soon as you turn to walk away. Crouched on top of a dumpster is a figure in a clo- in a cape, and he's just like looks like a 
vulture or something like looking at you. Is there a reason you went to visit Psy? Is there a reason why you're following an honest citizen? I got nothing to say to you. Jimmy Lanaz Figaro, you are anything but an honest citizen. Who's he talking to? Batman? And the figure jumps down from the <laughs> from the uh, dumpster and walks walks towards you. You notice that it it is the 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 wind comes by and it catches the the cape, and you notice that it's a, a skull and crossbones with a spades logo right in dead center of his chest. And we're gonna cut it there. Masked vigilante. I like it. That's awesome. Not not any fast <laughs> vigilante. It's a specific fast vigilante. That's fantastic. All right. It's blackjack. I'm always haunted by my own fucking characters. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was goddamn fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody, and keep thirty life points. Thank you.